Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Real estate scams can cost consumers thousands of dollars. So recently, I made a new friend, and we started talking about her company, and I thought she would make a wonderful guest for the podcast here. So I want to introduce everyone to this week's special guest, uh, Tammy Sorrento, who is from Jacksonville, Florida, and is the founder of a company called Fireball Approves, and that is a company that she founded uh, to help people avoid being scammed. Uh, So here we go. Please welcome Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hey, Matt. How are you today? I'm wonderful. And Matt, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, thank you so much for reaching out. You know, identity theft and fraud and scams, especially around rentals and property, we both, I think, deal with it from from slightly different perspectives. I get in trouble when somebody takes my pictures and pretends to be renting it. Uh, because then the person finds out and they, they're like, whoa, you know, Matt, you're, you ripped me off. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was happening. And you actually run a business that can help prevent this. So tell me about yes. it. Okay. Well, here's what happened to me. And this was like a year and a half ago. And of course, business ideas come from situations where you develop what you want. So. I developed a company that I wish I had access to at the time. I was actually looking for a vacation rental, and my brother is a broker down in South Florida, and we're planning our family vacation down in Key West. And we were, like, at the last minute, you know, getting everyone on board on when and where. So after I checked Airbnb and I checked VRBO and checked the hotels, I had waited too long, so I said, brother, I'm going to do the no-no and look at Craigslist. Uh-oh. And, <laughs> <laughs> and his immediate reaction was, Tammy, there are so many scams, especially in Key West. Please tread lightly, you know, be very careful. And my background is investigating insurance claims. So I told him, I said, you know what, I got this. Don't worry about it. So the one that would have been perfect, in fact, I did the Google map, so I knew it was a location. I checked the public records. Now, I know California does not have that, but I checked the public records of property appraiser office, and I knew the name of the owner. So as I'm speaking to the scammer, I said, you know what, I'm going to be bringing my four grandkids down there and this is a family reunion and I can't, cannot <laughs> afford to be scammed. That would be horrific. So we went back and forth. We went back and forth and I finally said, I'm done unless I know for a fact that you are who you say you are. And Matt, this is how savvy the scammers are becoming he actually created i mean he had an email address in the owner's name wow so with that being the case i still didn't trust it and i said okay i'm done because i just i don't have any proof that i'm actually you know corresponding with the owner so so can i interrupt you because i'm famous for interrupting and ask you a question here like did you have a hunch something wasn't lining up or was it just that you wanted more conclusive proof at this point i'm just kind of curious about what your instincts were here sure it was kind of twofold 
investigating claims, you are just naturally cynical. (laughs) (laughs) So until I knew, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that I was dealing with the owner, I just, I wanted it to be okay. I really wanted it to be okay because it would have been a wonderful location. But yeah, I was just holding out for the concrete evidence. So two days, and I finally told him, I said, you know what? I just can't take that chance. So not going to do it. So here is a red flag for all your listeners. And my services, my company that I developed is nationwide. So it doesn't matter where you're renting or how long you're renting. But he called me two days later and he said, listen, I was working with you longer. I have someone else who wants to rent it. I'm going to give you last shot. Do you want this property? And I said, well, nothing has changed. I still don't know that you are the owner and I can't risk that. So he sent me some invoices that looked just like the one he created for me. And I Googled the name and number and spoke to a victim from Chicago. And she was my age. She was embarrassed because she fell for the scam. And she said, my husband and I flew down from Chicago to Key West New Year's Eve weekend. And she met the owner, but he was not renting that home out. (laughs) So can you imagine happening to find alternative arrangements New Year's Eve holiday? So I asked her, I said, okay, so you used your credit card. Were you protected? She said it took her. And this is this is the reason I created this company. She said that it took her six months to get the money back from the credit card issuer because they considered that person to person and not person to business. Wow. And I mean, out here, you know, I mean, obviously this happens with short-term rentals, but when people are doing, you know, long-term rentals, we're talking cashier's checks, personal checks. There is often nothing you can do. Um, Exactly. You know, I mean, six months to get your money back is not good, but at least you got her money back. I mean, a lot of people don't, right? Yeah. But think about that. That was double indemnity because she had to pay for the temporary accommodations. And well, at least she was able to find some, right? And that's, you know, you know, on top of being mortally embarrassed that, you know, the romantic holiday weekend or whatever it was, the fun celebration was not. Exactly. <laughs> so that that was just the catalyst for my business idea. And that was even before I became a licensed private investigator. I just, I was so blown away by how easy it is for the scammers to get away with this. So I literally said, you know what? I was not scammed and I'm not just doing the, phew, glad it wasn't me, but I felt like I, I just have this compulsive need to help people that don't have the tools or the skills that I have. And then Fireball Approves was born. And it has been so fulfilling, like the passion to help people. And so I have a question for you, Matt, since you're in California, and I know that California does not have public records. Well, see, that's where I'm confused because I actually think we do. Are we talking about like property records? Because I know tax records are public record. And I know just as a realtor, I have a set of professional tools that give me direct access to them, but I believe that anyone can go down to like the courthouse or, you know, I mean, it's just, 
I don't know that California makes them super accessible or universally accessible online. Um, That's what I think is the issue yeah. right there. And I think it's because the stars live in California. Could be. Could be. Like, I'm in, I'm in Northern California, so I completely forget that Southern California exists. <laughs> right. My brother-in-law is in Northern California, so I know what you're talking about. So now my question to you, Matt, is as a homeowner, let's say they travel and they're going to be gone for three months out of the year and then they come back to their home and someone has rented it out to someone else. I have heard, now I want you to verify this for me, that there is very hard to have someone removed from your home well, if they're already there. It depends on how they got there. Okay. Like a story like that sounds like a little bit of urban legend to me. I mean, if someone okay. had fraudulently rented my home, like, you know, I, I was gone, right? And I show back up and someone's like, hey, I rented your house from, you know, so-and-so and I'm, you know, I've got right of possession. Um, it seems like it would all be, you know, completely based on utterly fraudulent documents, right? Like, you know, I, as the homeowner, had never actually signed a lease, given them permission. And, you know, if you wouldn't leave, I would say it would like trespassing law would cover that one but you know it would certainly be awkward <laughs> it would be awkward and it'd be some red tape right and, so I'm and it also i don't know that it would be immediate right like if you show back up i mean but this is hopefully one of those moments where you've got good neighbors <laughs> and you know that they may have noticed that you know someone's in your house well, here's what the scammers are doing, Matt, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this because it shocked me to death. And, you know, perception is everything. So, of course, because of the business I'm in, I don't recommend that everyone research all the scams because it will make your head explode. But I do because I need to keep on top of what's going on. But now the scam has escalated where... If it's a empty home and let's say the home was foreclosed, then the scammers are breaking into the homes, changing the locks and showing the home. Which is amazing. You know, like we've had such a low inventory situation in um, Northern California for the last couple of years that back during the downturn, 2008, 2009, when we did have short sales, foreclosures, you did hear about some strange things like that happening, you know, but it, it hasn't really been an issue out here last couple. Really, the place where folks are getting scammed in Northern California is they go to that certain website that you went to, na named after that guy uh, from this town, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, and they think that they're renting an apartment. And they're trying to, to rent it, you know, for six months, a year, you know, on a lease. They haven't moved out here yet. And that's where they get scammed. You know, they end up spending a bunch of money, you know, because if we're talking first month's rent, last month's rent and security deposit on a, you know, one bedroom at $2,000 a month or 3000 bucks a month. I mean, that's six to $9,000 right there. Yeah. yeah, you are not kidding. And, um, you know, when I was the, the president of the San Francisco Association of Realtors, we actually had the FBI come out and do a presentation to our members about this. And it was mind boggling. If you're a bank robber, like the old fashioned bank robber, and you got a ski mask and a gun in your hand and you go rob a bank the old fashioned way, you're going to be lucky if you walk off with $4,000 and you're going to be even luckier if you don't get caught. Right. If you're if you're running scams like this over email and the internet, 
your average take, according to the FBI, is $130,000, and the odds that you're going to get caught, incredibly low. That's true. So you know what I did? After I started receiving my orders to verify rental ads, then I could tell where the scammers were. And of course, it was different. Some of them were out of the country. Some of them were in a totally different state. And I went down to my local FBI office and I said, hey, I feel like I have a civic duty to alert you as to where the scammers are. So they gave me a website that each time that I verify, I turn it over to the FBI. So that was actually going to be my question for you, because um, when I was working on this issue a couple of years ago, one of the things I seem to discover is that nobody really reports it to anyone. You know, if it's a major, major loss, you know, people will report it to the FBI. But in terms of like, you know, your state prosecutor or local prosecutors, like they often don't even seem to be aware that this is happening in their communities. So true. And I find that a lot too. I'll speak to people And either they've never been on a fixed budget or, you know, just been frugal. You know, they they actually kind of look at you like, well, why are you even renting from someone you don't know? Well, that's the world we live in now, the home sharing. And when you think about it, millennials, I keep on reading, are renting longer than any other generation. Yeah. Well, I mean, number one, you know, there's just uh, a lack of housing supply. We haven't been building enough homes across America. We really haven't been building enough homes in urban areas, you know, San Francisco, Seattle, New York. And yeah, I mean, if you're a, a millennial, you are coming out of college with a whole lot of student loan debt, most likely. Housing is less affordable than it has ever been. And, you know, suddenly like mom and dad's basement looks really attractive or, you know, just renting anything um, to get out, uh, you know, and and just to have some privacy and and not be sharing a house with your parents anymore. Um, It's a challenge if you're a millennial. It it truly is. But if you're a millennial, you know, you also grew up thinking it was, you know, normal to see people like your parents buy groceries online or Amazon and all of these other things. So this idea that you actually need to see the other person in the face Uh, It seems kind of quaint and old-fashioned, right? (laughs) It really does. What's the quote I heard? We're losing the art of conversation. Yes, I would would agree. It's very easy to, to be, you know, this is off on a tangent, but... We often lose humanity when we're interacting with each other online. You know, we, we think we're dealing with a thing when it's really a person. Uh, and that seems to like spill over into our everyday interactions when there's actually a person in front of us and we like treat them like a machine. Um, exactly. So, but I am a cranky old man at the age of 43. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got seven years on you and I've got grandkids. So I'm allowed to be cranky. <laughs> so, right. And then you're allowed, actually, you're allowed to spoil them and send them home with their parents, right? <laughs> That is the best part of it. (laughs) So if if I'm a listener out here in Northern California and, you know, maybe I'm thinking of renting something, what would your company do for me? Okay. What I recommend is for anyone looking for rental. So they're, they're on their search. It doesn't matter. Like I said, it can be a vacation. It can be a short term. Because when you think about it, traveling nurses and med students, they go all across the country to areas that they've never been to. Um, traveling nurses, they travel four times a year, every 13 weeks. So they are targets for scammers. What I recommend is for the person to do their due diligence 
whatever tools they have. And I'm in the process now. I'm going to write some blogs on what you can do on your own and then when you need me. Um, So I would always reverse image search. So say you see an ad, it doesn't matter if the platform, it can be the one we were discussing, it can be any platform. You would be surprised at how many are looking for rentals and they're asking people on Facebook. So it's so, I mean, you can look anywhere for rental ads. I ask that if you reverse image search and you see that ad somewhere else for more money, bingo, you just looked at a scam ad. If you have narrowed it down, this is the one I'm really interested or these couple, then send me at fireballapproves.com on the rental verification tab. Just copy the URL. Now, here's what I'm going to do. You don't even need to make contact on that because I don't want my customers to even be in touch with a scammer if they don't have to. So they send me the URL. I contact the advertiser and I say, Um, who I am and that I've been contracted by a potential customer. And then I get the address and their information. Then I use my investigative tools that the banks and insurance companies use. And I determine who the proper owner is of that unit or home. And I'm going to let you know if that is a legitimate ad or not. Now, here's a really cool thing. Now, let's say, and especially I know your area is very heavy with transfers or relocations because you are Silicon Valley. So now you've got someone, let's say, in Ohio that's transferring to your area. They don't have the ability. They've got the job, but now they don't have the ability to find a place without looking at it, right? True story. So they're going to have to rely upon the information in the ad, I partnered with a genius in Seattle, Washington, and she has a company called Cluck. It's a overlay of Craigslist, and you can very simply just, if you, it's a free Chrome extension, you can just click visit this property for me and we will dispatch a real estate professional and obtain photographs and videos for our customers. Here's the beauty of it. We have some competition in this market, in this space, but here's how we're different is we're not going to send anyone out to a non-legitimate listing. The process comes through me first. I make sure that they are dealing, that this is truly the homeowner, the property owner, and then we'll dispatch someone to go look at that property. That's really awesome. And so like my next question here is like, why can't these companies hire you and like have you build divisions in their companies and services that just do these things? I mean, it seems crazy. Well, it is crazy that all of these other platforms are profiting from scams and you know if you want to protect yourself you got to turn to these other companies like you or or clock or these other things um and it's nice to see companies like yours start to exist 
because it's definitely a, a challenge um, that consumers are facing. So thank you. And you know what? I welcome that. I am. In fact, when I first started this, I thought that I would be B to C only. After taking a course at our local chamber of commerce, I realized, you know what? I can also be a B to B company. So we've got some um, recruiters that have listed, they have their own order forms for us so that when they place a applicant in a job, then they give the applicant our order form so that because I mean, imagine that's a win-win. Someone's starting a new job. Do you really want that new employee to get off on the wrong foot? I would say no. It's a little stressful, right? It's a little stressful to start a job and not have a house you thought you had. Um, the other the other group of folks, I mean, you mentioned traveling nurses and doctors, but the group of folks that comes to mind out here right away is every year we have a seasonal population of college interns that come out to work at the tech companies and other things. And, you know, interns all, you know, generally, not all, almost always try and line up that housing in advance online. And often they're not even going, you know, for like an entire apartment, they're doing the room share thing, right? Uh, you know, and getting scammed out of a room. So, yes, yeah. I agree. And, and here's the situation. I started this a year and a half ago, and I have absolutely no debt, no investment. So this has been I feel like it's a country song. I'm grassroots and I'm bootstrapped. <laughs> um, That's so, how I started my company, so I, I can relate. I, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> so national advertising has been such a hurdle for me because Facebook algorithms, that totally um, slowed down any progression. Oh, you know what the best part that I haven't even told you yet? Um, the price for me to verify a rental ad, $19. And how long does it take you? It depends on how long it takes to reach the property owner. So we've had them back within 10 minutes. I mean, we even verify, let's say, you're using a platform like Airbnb or VRBO, which I've used both and I love them. In fact, I used an Airbnb when I determined that the Key West was a um, scam. So we decided on a different location. That Airbnb, I was so happy with that they are a gold member of mine. Here's what I haven't told you about yet. So as I'm helping renters, I'm thinking, um, what about the actual legitimate owners? You know, how are they letting their customers know that they are legit? So voila, I have Fireball approved properties, meaning that they have um, completed our application and I can vouch that on this ad and you can actually reach their ad off of my fireballapproves.com website and customers don't have to worry about if it's a scam or not. So it just makes the process so much easier. So I have a, the gold members mean that either myself, my team, my family or a real estate professional has been to those locations and can confirm that the listing is as presented. My silver members, they are ones that I have verified that they are the true owner of that property. But 
if you notice, I don't have any interior photos because that I can't vouch for. I can only vouch for the exterior and the fact that they are the proper owner and their contact information. So you're telling me on the one side, you know, 20 bucks, couple hours, maybe a day. You can tell me if I'm, you know, talking with the, the right person. But then this other, you know, this other side of it, which is, you know, verifying the listing, you know, in advance for anyone um, yes. is also seems really smart. So here's a tough one for you, though. How many times have you been wrong? None. <laughs> None. Right, but here's the kind of things, and this just really cracks me up. So you haven't asked me this, but I know it's on your list. Why the heck did I call myself Fireball Approves since it doesn't say what we do? Here's the reason. This is just the beginning. I am concentrating on rental properties because I think that is, that's just the first market that I'm after. I'm going to hit every scam market there is. So like for one, we are almost complete with the rollout of tenant screening for property owners. The second is virtual jobs. Did you know that listings for virtual jobs and what kills me is uh, college students are usually the ones that are victims of these scams. You fill out an application for a virtual uh, work from home job. They've just now stolen your identity. So I'm going to attack every scam that there is. And that's why I called it Fireball Approved so that I can expand my services. So with my uh, Fireball Approved product, we had an applicant and he obviously didn't realize what I was doing, Matt. I mean, how do you not know when you're filling out an application that someone's going to verify <laughs> that that you are the agent or the owner of that property? So he sends in his application as the agent of a property. He includes the copy of the passport. The actual owner lived in Switzerland. So we contacted Switzerland, the owner, and he said, no, that person cannot list my property. He was a prior employee of mine. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine the gall? Actually, I can. I've seen, you yeah. know, you've seen some crazy things. I've seen some crazy yes, I things. Have. Real estate. Yes, 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 indeed. <laughs> You're not kidding. So that's well, my mission. I priced it low enough because with the tools that I use, we are just a little over the operating cost. But my reasoning for that, Matt, is I want my services to be economical for everyone, to be in a place where you can afford not to use us. And you can use us with any platform. Like if you use the Airbnb or the VRBO, you don't know the address and you don't know who is the host right. of that property. So my recommendation is make sure that you have a favorable cancellation policy. If that's the one you want, reserve it. You have to pay in order to reserve it. And then send me the acknowledgement that gives the address and gives the host name. And then I can do my check that way. And here's the reason. This is just for peace of mind. When I do make reservations, if I have to use Airbnb or VRBO or HomeAway or Flipkey, any of them, from the time that I make the reservation to the time that I'm actually stepping through the front door of the property, there's that little thing in the back of my head that says, please be legit, please be legit. <laughs> 
I, I think that's a lifetime of uh, insurance uh, claim and investigating. <laughs> agree with you. You are not kidding. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. This has been a really uh, kind of insightful and informative and slightly terrifying conversation, uh, but I've really enjoyed it. And if our listeners want to learn more about your services, where can they find you, Tammy? They can find me on any type of um, social media. Like I said, my website is Fireball Approves, and that's um, plural, dot com. I have a Facebook page. I really recommend that everyone like my Facebook page because I don't just post things about rentals. I post about any scams. It can be phone scams. It can be senior citizen scams, college student scams, you name it. I post it because at the end of the day, I just want to protect people. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. There's no reason you can't find us. My only request is that when you listen to this, because I don't have national advertising, I rely on word of mouth. So even if you're not in the market of renting, I bet you you know someone that is. So share my information, please. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone. This is Tammy from Fireball Approves joining us uh, and talking about how to stop scams of all sorts. Um, So thank you, Tammy, for joining us. Matt, thank you so much for having me. Oscar Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. 